0: You're listening to the Salt Churches podcast. Here, you can listen to messages, inspiration, and lessons learned about planting micro churches all across the nation. Thank you for tuning in. To find more information, you can visit us at www.saltchurches.com. This podcast is brought to you today by Salt Churches founder Parker Green.
1: Hey, good morning. Squeezing this one in as my wife is out of town, having a blast out in Nashville, and uh, got my parents to watch the two little munchkins this morning. Just will be a short one, but this is one of those ones that um, I think is really, really important and uh, really, really help some. Really, really, really <laughs> help some um, some church planters out there and anybody um, doing the micro church thing. And, uh, as I record this podcast and get on live on Facebook here as well, I just want to thank everybody that has been watching, that's been commenting, that's been a part of what we've been doing, um, that's paying attention to what we're doing. I'm really excited to just help church planters, micro church planters do this thing and learn some of the lessons that I've learned over the last two or three years, uh, from the word, from huge mistakes, from small mistakes and, um, from our successes as well. But, um, a lot of people think that the main emphasis or the main point of doing a micro church or a church, let's say, of 10 to 30 or 40 people um, is community. And I really beg to differ. Um, I, think, I think that um, is a recipe for failure. And every time I've seen people aim for community, for community houses, um, for just uh, missional living, but really what they mean is community aiming for just close relationships. Every time I've seen that take place, I've seen that fall apart. And I've seen it fall apart when I've aimed for that too in my own life. When you just aim for the um, closeness to each other, it it tends to um, get septic. And there are a number of reasons for that. But um, we'll jump into that now. So the number one reason I think that community for community's sake doesn't work when it comes to planting micro churches. when it comes to the cause of Christ, is that everybody has a different idea of what community actually is. A lot of times people will come in thinking, you know, a number of things like, oh, it's love for one another. It's helping the poor. It's it's us helping, uh, you know, feed one another. It's us eating together. It's us hanging out all the time. It's um, us really taking care of each other emotionally. It It feels or looks or acts a certain way. It's, and every single person's idea comes from, honestly, it comes from their broken family situation. So everybody has some level of brokenness in their family. So when we aim for family and we aim for community, um, people's broken hearts are, are just bleeding out all over the place and everyone's just aiming to get closer to one another. And it creates this giant codependent psychological mess That is impossible for any lay minister or any full-time minister, somebody that's been in it for 40 years, that has the best pastoral heart. They're going to burn out trying to take care of all these people because eventually someone's going to look to a person and go, Okay, well, we're aiming for community and it's your fault or it's your fault or it's your fault that it's not happening. And I find that things tend to get septic. Because there's no outflow. There's nothing really happening except for people aiming to get together. And that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't help anything. So, what we say in salt churches a lot of times is the closest people on earth are men that fight wars together. The closest people on earth are men that fight wars together. So, what we want to do is build that kind of camaraderie in our church. And what brings that kind of camaraderie? The same mission, the same focus it brings people together. So men and men and women are willing to die for each other on the battlefield because they have the same mission. They're closing with the enemy. They are taking ground. They're doing something together. It is something else that brings people together. Because you can't tune everybody's heart. You can't tune everybody's heart to community. It doesn't. It just doesn't work like that. Human beings don't work like that. There's gotta be some common purpose, some common thread. So when you're trying to get a micro church together or plant a micro church in one way, shape, or form, the number one thing that needs to be focused on is this discipleship to Jesus Christ and making disciples. Honestly, Jesus gives us the roadmap. It's like <laughs> it's hilariously frustrating how many times, like every couple of weeks, I've got to refocus. And I'm like, no, it's not about this. It's not about the money. It's not about expanding. It's not about um, necessarily multiplication, but it is about discipleship to Jesus and everything comes from that. Because if you tune everybody to that same vision, to that same focus, then you're going to get the camaraderie that you're looking for. Then you're going to get the thing that you actually want, which is community. So many people want community. They want community, but you can't Aim for the fruit without planting the tree. Let me say that again. You can't aim for the fruit without first planting the tree. And the tree is rooted in the soil of discipleship. And honestly, what comes out of that, what comes out of that mission, what comes out of that focus is the fruit of community. It's, it's a product of aiming for Jesus. It's a product of aiming for discipleship to Christ, of fighting together, of suffering together, together of, of shared experiences in the same mission and vision and focus of making disciples to Jesus. So the reality is that so many people think that small churches are about community. They're not. They're about fighting together. They're about living together. They're about chasing Jesus together as disciples of Jesus. I think it's hilarious that this we're we're trying to build this false sense of community and you can't just put community in a banner over something that you do and all of a sudden everyone gets close to one another. There has to be a deeper level of commitment to each other and that only happens through committing to Jesus first. That only happens to committing to Jesus first. I'll say it one more time. If the people that you're trying to build community with aren't committed to Jesus first, it will not reach the level of depth that you want. And in fact, a lot of times it becomes poisonous, it becomes self-serving. You're trying to get something out of it and it doesn't really work because everyone's bringing their broken family dynamics into this idea of community When really they need healing from Jesus. They need to walk towards Jesus. They need to learn how to serve one another like Jesus did. They need to follow him first. That is the first and most important thing is that we follow Jesus, follow Jesus, and also follow Jesus together. And a lot of times... We aim for that in a way that is aiming for the fruit of discipleship, but what we need to aim for first is the mission of discipleship, discipling others, multiplying disciples, seeing people saved, redeemed, brought to Jesus. When we aim for something like that, like mission, it can't be us four no more. It can't be 20 people trying to do good things in the community. It doesn't work well over the long haul. We need to aim for the salvation of of souls, and that will produce the fruit of helping the poor. That'll produce the fruit of helping orphans and widows. That'll produce the fruit of community and closeness and covenant with each other. Because you cannot, and I'll say it one more time on this podcast just so you remember, and so people watching on Facebook Live will catch this at whatever portion of the video that they're watching, that you can't aim for the fruit without the tree. You can't just go to the store and buy community fruit, I guess you could say, I think too many of us are aiming for the wrong thing. So, if you're in the business of church planting, or if you're in the business of, of uh, or, or thinking about getting into planting micro churches, I, I want to remind you what you first decided to do it for is because Jesus was leading you in a particular direction. And I think a lot of times we forget that and we try and create a vibe or a community around something that isn't necessarily what Jesus is aiming for. And this is one of the things that makes micro churches radically different from small groups in a church. It's not to get to know people. It's not just to get to know people. It's not just to be around each other, and it's not just to learn some scriptures from the Bible. It's about doing life together on mission, following Jesus. And that's what brings the closeness, is people at war together, realizing that they need each other, realizing that they can't do it alone because they're following Jesus. A.W. Tozer says something really, really awesome. He says, essentially, and I'll mangle this quote, but he says, everyone, every if there's a hundred pianos in a room and they're all tuned to the same fork, they're all tuned together. But if you tune them to different forks, to different ideas, then they're going to play differently and sound differently. The best way for for people to really achieve the community that they're looking for, to achieve the family they're looking for is to tune to the same fork of Jesus Christ, to have intimacy with him and to aim for that as a church. Um, so keep this one short today, but um, thank you so much for listening. Those of you that are listening, please leave a comment. Um, we're going to have podcasts up really, really soon on iTunes, please. Um, on our salt churches podcast, and you can check that out really, really soon. Um, we should have one up today. Um, I'm going to be continuing this series on micro churches how to plant them, how to manage them, how to run them, how to multiply them over time, um, how to multiply disciples within those micro churches. Um, because we really believe that this is what's going to spark revival in the United States in this next era of churches. Um, we, we really see God moving in this direction, what uh, church planters would call a new wineskin, um, and uh, we really want to see people flourish in doing this and learn from the mistakes and the successes that we've had. So I'm going to keep putting them out there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Hope you have an awesome day. Awesome rest of your day, um, wherever you are right now. But please watch this whole video, listen to the podcast, leave a review on iTunes. Uh, We'd love to hear from you.
0: Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you feel inspired, encouraged, and empowered to change the world for the name of Jesus. Make sure to tune in and listen to our other podcasts and download our app, salt churches found on iTunes. We hope to see you and hear from you soon. Thanks. Have a great day.